somebody getting the ball, making a tackle, sacking the quarterback, some pro making a play. Look at him go, stiff arms, he's a sledgehammer, he's in, touchdown Tennessee! What's going on, League of Lunatics? It is your commissioner, Brucker, and today it's a solo pod. I was going to be looking to have Zach on here to uh, go over his last week's, uh, like week three, I believe, week three's uh, weekly prize winning and everything and how he's how his team is going, but uh, he's a little busy, and so is our current reigning weekly prize winner, Chris Kowalski. He is busy uh but a uh, shout out to chris and his girlfriend for celebrating their two-year anniversary and chris also uh interviewed with the titans today for account manager position so chris really hope that you get that job man and uh maybe you could bring the titans some uh nice uh kowalski bloodstone uh juju their way because um they are consistently inconsistent so they could definitely use some bloodstone in their lives but so today, what I'm going to do, it's just me, uh, kind of, we're, we're getting into week five, uh, kind of a, we're now like a third, uh, after this week, we'll be a third through the season, which is crazy because playoffs start week 14 or 15, I believe. So uh, we, we got, we got a lot going on. Uh, this, this season has been kind of all over the place. And what I love so far is that I'm looking at the weekly prize winners. We haven't had any repeats yet. I think that by this point, the previous seasons, we've had at least one person repeat. We so far, our weekly winners have been Alex, Steven, Zach, and Chris in that order. There haven't been any repeats yet. I wonder who's going to be the first one to repeat. I, I, I want to say either Zach or Chris, because the, your, your two teams, there's, went stupid this past week i mean uh zach put up 150 points chris put up 168 points uh it's been it's been wild and jp was right up there with y'all putting up 157 points uh jp could be the next weekly prize winner this week who knows it's it's anyone's game everybody's had ups and downs uh the current standings as i'm looking at it are starting at the bottom number 10 we get Spongeworthy Ryan at a one and three. This is an off season for Ryan. He's normally in the mix, causing trouble, giving people panic attacks. Um, so we'll see if Ryan can bounce back from this. I feel semi responsible for doing the Darren Waller trade with him, and because Amari Cooper got me to win a week, so or two. So you know, thanks for that. And I just flipped him with JP. We'll get into that trade. At nine, we get uh, Sleegs or Steven. At eight, we get JP, seven, Jake, six, uh, Alex. Alex, great job getting back into playoff contention. You're right there at the sixth spot. That is the final playoff spot right there. So Alex, two and two, having a better year. You bounce back. You got back into, uh, you know, middle of the pack, which is good. That's all you need. You just got to get into the dance. So I'm happy to see Alex having a you know better season this year so far at five we got nate at four we got zach at three we got 
Levi at two, we got yours truly. And then at first place right now, we got Chris and Chris and I are both sitting there. Oh, and so is Levi. All three of us are sitting there at three and one. While the rest of the league is either two and two or in the bottom third, one and three. Uh, There's a quick shout out to Zach because he was supposed to come on. And besides him winning the weekly prize uh, a couple weeks ago and have him come on and talk about that. He, he started off at the bottom of the league. Uh, You know, he was at like nine or 10th and now he's fourth. He's had a pretty good swing over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, JP, he's working his way up. JP finally got a win. Uh, He's now one in three and Levi got a loss. (laughs) Levi's not going to go undefeated. Nobody's going to go undefeated in this league. So again, staying very competitive. Also love looking at the waiver. So Zach so far has spent the most money. He only has $55 left in fab. While we have JP who has $205 in fab and Jake still sitting with $200 in fab. Um, that, that's just a little fab report right there. Um, I guess let's, uh, I, before we get into the matchups, before we get into the matchups, talking about trades, it's been, it's been interesting so far. I mean, there were some quick trades earlier. You know, I mean, there was one mid draft with Jake and uh, I'm sorry, it was Steven and Nate. And then, you know, Jake traded away T Higgins after a down week to, to Steven. Um, yeah, Chris, Chris hit me up a bunch for running backs. Cause I know they're at a premium right now. Uh, we did that Romeo Dobbs trade for Zach Moss, which I'm pretty happy with. Not going to lie. I got some fab out of it. I got Romeo Dobbs, who seems to be just a little PPR machine with Jordan Love. So I've been liking that. And I'm hoping to see, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to be the first big blockbuster trade, you know, with Jonathan Taylor coming back from the from, from IR. He's now participating. I wonder if he's going to be traded to the Dolphins. I don't want to scare the Devon A chain owner in here with Chris, but um, you know, there, there's rumors that he still wants out of Indy. I would fucking laugh my ass off if they trade him because fuck the Colts and their stupid ass Logan for the shoe. I don't even know what that means. Um, yeah, so I don't know, Jonathan Taylor. I think JP has him right now, just sitting. When whenever he comes off, you know, he becomes available. I if if Jonathan Taylor decides to play for the Colts. Or, you know, does he get traded to another team? Interested to see what JP does with him. Does JP try to flip him? Does he just sit on him? Hold him? I don't know. Because Jonathan Taylor, he was really good with the Colts. But I feel like last year, I don't know, I feel like the last couple of years he hasn't been, like, he's good. You want him. But I don't really recall him being, like, super, like, super crazy awesome. Like how he, you know, used to be when... Colts fans were saying that he was better than Derrick Henry and everything. I I don't know. So like, I don't know. I'm looking like last year. Okay, last year he was pretty consistent. I mean, he had a really big week one with 27 points, but then 7, 12, 3 points, 15, 5. He missed a bunch of time. And then he went on to a heater where he was in the teens consistently uh, last year. And he he's missed a lot of time the last couple of years. And then then the year before that, 2021, yeah, that was his fan monster fantasy year. So it's, it's been a year since he's been like really relevant. So I, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about Jonathan Taylor, especially with him on a team he doesn't want to play for. 
who knows what his future has if he does go to another team. If he does go to the Dolphins, what are the Dolphins going to do? Because Devon A. Chain's been a beast for them. Do you? He's the hot hand. Like I don't see how you go away from that. Would I don't I don't know where else Jonathan Taylor could go. Would he go to the Vikings? Because Alexander Madison, I don't know if he's their guy. I don't know if Cam Anchor is going to be their guy. The Panthers. Carolina Panthers. I don't mean to scare the Miles Sanders owners, uh, Chris, but um, they can use some help. Uh, you know, Bryce Young hasn't been stellar like C- like CJ Stroud has been. Um, I don't know. I think that they could use some running back help. I mean, I, th- I think it'll be a good landing spot for Jonathan Taylor, to be honest, because he'll be automatic plug and play for them. So I don't know. Those are just my thoughts on Jonathan Taylor and Let's see how he looks when he comes off. Cooper Cup, he also got activated from IR. Uh, the Rams, I believe, are on by this week. I could be wrong, but hold on, googling that real quick. He is with Jake, still on IR. Uh, he's been activated. He's at that twenty-one day window thing. And no, they are not on by. I am wrong. Their bye week isn't until week ten. Whoops. But uh, you know, let's see how he is. Does he affect Puka Nakua? Does he affect? Tutu Atwell. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I don't see Puka being less relevant with Cooper Cup, to be honest. If anything, this hurts Tutu Atwell, I think. However, if let's think back to 2017 when the Rams had an amazing offense. They had, that's when they had Todd Gurley, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and oh, fuck. Who is that third wide receiver they had? He's been on like every goddamn team. I think he's with the he he was with the Texans last year. He's now with the Cowboys, I think. Oh my god, I can't fucking remember his name to save my life right now. Anyways, y'all know who I'm talking about. Um in that year, you could have had any receiver on that team and you were starting them. I mean, they were feeding the ball to everybody. They've been force feeding Kyron Williams. They've been force feeding Puka. Tutu Atwell has been able to, to to pick up some stuff. He's had some good weeks too. He's been consistently in the teens. Last week was his first like quote down week. But um, I see Tutu Atwell being affected the most, and I am the owner of him right now with the potential comeback of Cooper Cup. But I don't know. Does Cooper Cup get hurt again? I don't know. He's been a little fragile the past couple years, so. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, if I were a Puka owner, I would not be freaking out right now. So, Zach, I feel like you're in a good spot, both him and Kyron Williams. And one last thing before we get in, because I know I was just talking about trades and everything. Uh, JP and I did a trade this week. I traded away Amari Cooper and some fab. In return, I got Jordan Love, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, and Zay Flowers, rookie wide receiver with the Baltimore Ravens. I was a little nervous going into this just because Cooper has had two big weeks. You know, I mean, he, one of them was like 19 points. The other was 26 points. Granted, the, 20, the 26 point game was against the Titans. Titans have a garbage, garbage pass defense. They just do like everybody passes on them. So that could be the outlier. Deshaun Watson didn't play. He had a hurt shoulder this past week. So that made me a little bit nervous. They're going to the bye. Don't know what to expect. And so I don't know if Deshaun Watson is truly back back or if he just had like a good game against a really bad passing defense, the Titans. So my thought process going into this is that so everybody knows I, I was the one that initiated the trade. And 
Justin Herbert's on by this week. I don't have a backup quarterback. I was kind of running into a roster clock situation, and I really didn't want to drop anyone on my bench right now. Uh, I think I did drop one dude, but irrelevant. I, I didn't want to drop anyone because I I don't know. I, I, did, I didn't want to get a rental. I'm playing Chris this week, who's coming off of a, a weekly prize winner week. I only put up 119 points. If the only two people I would have beaten this week were Jake and Steven, and I played one of them. So I got extremely lucky. My team did have a little bit of a down week, including Amari Cooper. And also Amari Cooper is not the PPR, you know, high volume target on that team. It's actually Elijah Moore. He gets hella targets with them. And I see, I saw Cooper is more boom or bust. And I like consistency. I want a dude I can at least guarantee double digits, you know? So, and, you know, I, I just don't know if I can trust the Browns offense right now. So I decided to make a move. I was like, all right, I got to win this week. And this is the mentality I like to look at too, is like, what can I do to get my team in shape to win this week? Not worry too much about rest of the season. There's some stuff you want to consider, but I like to play, when I play GM, I like to think what could get me to win this game. And I have Jordan Love. Well, I wanted Jordan Love because I have Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. I feel like I could start both of them. I don't know if I will, but I feel like I can. And I was like, Jordan Love, he's the number three quarterback for fantasy right now this year. I'm going up against Chris. I could use the good quarterback wide receiver stack against him. So that's what I went after. Uh, And Zay Flowers was kind of compensation in case you know, I just I just needed extra wide receivers just in case I'm really hurting, you know, halfway through the season or something. And I like Zay Flowers. He's with the Ravens, which I normally don't like to go after wide receiver with the Ravens unless, you know, Mark Andrews is a tight end. But, I mean, Zay Flowers, he's been like their number one dude. He's just a PPR machine. And he's not touchdown dependent. He's been putting up his teen. He's been in the teens each week except last week. But he's been in the teens every week. And I think he's only got one touchdown on the season. So he's not touchdown dependent. Whereas Mari Cooper, his big games have been when he's gotten touchdowns. So that was my reasoning around that. Um, And then the fab, I try to, I try to talk JP down. He, he wouldn't budge from 15. I'm hurting for cash, but oh well, here I am. That being said, I do have Hunter Henry. <laughs> uh, and if uh, people, if, I mean, I'm cool keeping him as a backup tight end for Laporta's bye week, whenever that does happen. I think it's week 10. But um, hey, if people need a tight end, I got Hunter Henry. And I'm happy to trade him just for fab. Alrighty. Enough about me. Enough about my soapbox. Let's go ahead and get into the week five matchups. We'll go ahead and start with me, just because it's a little bit easier for me to keep track of that on my app right now. So I am playing against Chris, and Chris is a heavy favorite in this, according to Sleeper. Chris has a 59% uh, 59% winning this matchup. God damn it. I hate fucking seeing that, man. And looking at his team, I, I hate seeing this dude. He's got Josh Allen playing against the Jags, Devon A-Chain playing against the fucking Giants. Damn it. And... The Dolphins are going to be after blood because they just got massacred by the Bills. So Devon A. Chain is probably going to have another monster game. He put up 28 28 points last week. Fuck me. Anyways, Miles Sanders, not too worried about him. Jester Jefferson, always scared. Chris Olave. I've seen on the subreddits people worried about Chris Olave and like whether or not they need to move on from him. 
I he had one down game. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know what their quarterback situation is. If Carr is coming back, I think that might be the issue. But I mean, I, I want to be panicky about Olave to be honest. Mark Andrews, who had a great game. Brandon Ayuk is always deadly, but Brandon Ayuk is going against the Dallas defense. So we'll see how Brock Purdy look, looks against them. Uh, looking at the other stuff that he's done, yeah, he hasn't played a stout defense yet, really. So this will be a good challenge for Brock Purdy and company. Uh, my side, I'm still trying to figure out my start-sit situation uh, because in my flex, I have Dobbs because he's been a PPR machine and I got Jordan love. Now I'm also going to start Christian Watson because he got that touchdown. He he's like the big touchdown catcher for the Packers. Remember last year he, he was just getting touchdowns like every week, like last year. So ah, I'm, I'm keeping him in Brian Robinson running back for the Washington commanders, keeping him in. He's got a big game against the, or I say big game. He's got a favorable matchup against the bears. And he's their dude. He's their volume guy. He's just going to eat up all of, and they also throw the ball to him too. He's gotten a receiving touchdown this year too. So hoping for a big game from him. We got Laporta. I'm in Ross Brown. Hoping Joe Mixon has a bounce back game against Arizona. Isaiah Pacheco. Zach, fucking thank you for that goddamn trade. Pacheco is the only reason that I beat Jake last week. Jake, I'm sorry that our match of Mahomes and Pacheco went towards me. I guess I'm not sorry about that, but it was a close one. But Pacheco, I was screaming and dancing and yelling in my living room when he when he busted that big, I think it was like a 40-yard touchdown. Woo! I felt good, felt felt really good about that. I felt felt pretty smart. Who did I trade away for? Oh, I traded DJ Moore, who also had a really good game. But anyways, so looking at this matchup. I'm still going to figure out if I want to put in Zay Flowers over somebody, but I I don't feel good. Uh, it, it depends if I, I don't feel good about this one. I'm, I'm going to give it to, to Chris. Just I don't know. Chris has some studs. Justin Jefferson fucking scares me. Mark Andrew does. Brandon Ayuk can go off if if they just cover Debo, you know. So, and Devon A. Chain could have a monster, monster game. Same thing for Josh Allen. So, I just see a lot of monsters. It's the monster mash going on with Chris. Moving on to the next matchup, we got Nate versus versus Alex. And Alex has a slight edge of 54%. Looking at it, they're both two and two. They're both, let me see, where, where is Nate in the rankings? Yeah, they're both. So, they're five and six, respectively, in the rankings. So possibility alex could maybe move up here or you know nate to continue uh, the distance between him and sixth place um duh, 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 duh. we got nate has cousins versus the chiefs and and hey fucking that dude for the jets forget his name right now zach wilson yeah he he didn't look terrible against the chiefs defense uh so cousins cousins been putting up crazy passing passing numbers this year so and he's the number seven qb overall while tua is the number six Ooh, close matchup james connor versus uh josh jacobs barkley versus Najee harris Najee harris might be the the, the scary dude on this just because he he has not been good i think i think maybe he's just not the guy maybe Najee harris next year isn't draftable i mean i, I hate saying that i know alex you don't want to hear that but 
I don't know. I, I would stay away from Najee Harris in the future. Uh, but Hanky does have Tyree Kill going up against the Giants. And Nate has Ridley, Calvin Ridley going up against Buffalo. Oof, 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 oof. This is tough. Nate's team has some has a tough, tough schedule to go up. And I like Alex's team a little bit more. David Montgomery with Alex has been has been a stud. I mean, the 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 Lions O line has just been great. Um, I'm actually surprised Montgomery was a sleeper this year, but he's been really good. And then he also has Michael Pittman going up against the Tennessee defense. And the Tennessee defense is not good. Or for passing, I mean, passing defense is horrible soft. So Michael Pittman could get some, he could get a touchdown, maybe two, or he could get like a touchdown with, you know, 80 yards receiving, something like that. So I'm going to give the slight edge to Alex Hankey here, but it's kind of close. It's kind of close. It's going to come down to those, how those matchups play out. Looking into the next one, we got JP versus Ryan and JP is the very slight favorite here at 51%. Uh, Ooh, both one and three teams going up, going up against each other here in week five. Interesting. Uh, We got Lamar Jackson with JP and Joe Burrow versus Ryan. Joe Burrow has looked like shit this year. I understand he has that calf injury. And that's why I was nervous going into the draft. I wanted to stay away from Joe Burrow just because I News about the calf injury came out in the offseason that he hasn't been looking too good with that. They really should be sitting him. I think Zach Taylor, their head coach, is a fucking moron. And he might is either him or Staley, the, the head coach for the Chargers. I'm putting them as uh, th- those are my betting odds for head coaches to get fired first this year. Um, anyways, but it's, hey, Tony Pollard, Christian McCaffrey, those, they're going up against each other in this matchup. Then Kamara, JP, JP just stashed players. JP stashed some dudes. And I was wrong. I'm looking at JP's lineup right now. And he does not have Jonathan Taylor. I guess I'll find out who has him. Um, But yeah, JP has AJ Brown, who had just had a monster game. Garrett Wilson. We'll see how he does against Denver. Uh, geez, man. Ryan has some good PPR dudes, though. I mean, he has McCaffrey, Etienne, Lamb. <laughs> scary Terry Darren Waller if the if Danny Dimes gets his head out of his ass Herbert just had a, a Khalil Herbert I mean the running back for the Bears he just had like a really big game but it's against Denver and he's playing against the, the commanders I think this is going to come down to quarterback play because I mean they both have like stud they got stud wide receivers AJ Brown versus CeeDee Lamb Christian McCaffrey could go nuts, but JP has Tony Ballard and Kamara who could also go nuts. So I think that this is going to come down to quarterback play Lamar Jackson versus Joe Burrow in this Joe Burrow is playing Arizona. I think Arizona has been giving some people some fits, but uh, I'm going to go with sleeper and give JP the slight edge here just because I think Lamar Jackson might have a better day than Joe Burrow. And that could end up being the deciding factor in this because I feel like they're pretty even everywhere else except maybe tight end. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with JP on this one. Uh, going into the second to last matchup, we got Levi versus Jake, Mr. Jones and me. Still love that team name. 
Uh, Mr. Jones and me, Jake's team has a has the edge here, according to Sleeper, with 55% of winning. Uh, we got T Law versus Mahomes, Derrick Henry, who just had a great game. I don't even know how many points. He had 24 points against the Bengals. Nice. Playing against the Colts, going up to Indianapolis, playing in that Kroger ass stadium. Derrick Henry normally does really good when we play the Colts, and I feel like the King is back. Hopefully. Titans are so inconsistent. Uh, Jamar Jib, Jamar Gibbs. I like Gibbs a lot. He is obviously talent, talented. We've all seen it there. I'm just scared because, or well, I'm scared for Jake, just because they've been riding with Montgomery. Montgomery's the guy's been getting the goal line touches. I mean, he had three. I mean, it's a monster game. And, you, know, you could say maybe it's an outlier, but you know, three touchdowns last week. That against the the, the Packers. And they're playing Carolina, who is another soft defense uh, i would love to see gibbs have his breakout game this week i really would i, I love gibbs he, he, he you know i i want to see him break out this week against carolina uh one because i like him and two because uh fuck frank reich and i want him to look like an idiot so anyways i also got aaron jones aaron jones has had a weird year uh, he had a really monster really big monster game against the the bears I don't think he's played the last two games or he had like a very low impact game against the da, 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 lions. He's playing against Vegas. Could it be a get right game. If he's feeling healthy, Jamar chase with Jake's team. He again, the whole Joe Burrow thing. I mean, we saw in the Titans game that when they were down in the two minute drill, just to get points on the board, they just fed Jamar Chase. They just kept feeding him and feeding him and feeding him. And he, you know, he racked up some P- PPR points. You know, he got seven receptions for 73 yards. I feel like most of them came in that fourth quarter on that last drive when they were just feeding him to try, try and get down the field, trying to put up some points. So they just need to do that. And now T Higgins is out. He like broke his rib. So maybe, maybe now it's more favorable for Jamar Chase regardless of Joe Burrow, because he's he's the only guy really to feed now in in, in that wide receiver group um so he could he, he could have a good game against the um the, the the cardinals so we'll see i guess it kind of just depends on how joe, joe burrow's doing too that game switching over to j uh, i'm sorry levite's team Derek henry could go off or mandre stevenson how's he been doing he's oh, he's been kind of not doing super hot He's playing against the Saints. The Saints have a nasty, dirty D-line. I don't know how I feel about that. We got Diggs, Stephon Diggs, who just had a fucking 38-burger monster game, and he's going up against the Jags. Oh, this is the London game, too. Hmm. Diggs could show out. I mean, the Jags caused derp games over there in London to some people, but Diggs could have a big game. Adam Thielen, you know, he's just been all reliable for Bryce Young. James Cook, running back with the um, fucking, what are they called? The Bills. He's actually been pretty consistent. You know, he's been double digits every week. He's, his highest is 19.9. His lowest is 10. He's been everywhere in between. He's playing against the Jags. Could be a good game for James Cook, actually. This could be a sneaky good game for James Cook. Uh, Tyler Boyd with Levi. Oh, interesting. I wonder if Tyler Boyd would get more looks now with T. Higgins out. But I think that they're, they're just going to have to trust Jamar Chase. I think they're just going to have to feed him, especially that press conference that there wasn't a press conference, but the interview they did with Jamar Chase in the locker room. 
after the Titans game, he was pissed. And he, he, he had that line. He said, I'm open. He says, I'm always fucking open. So I think as a message to Burrow, just fucking feed me dog. So I, I, I can see Chase having like a really big game this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, Levi. I'm leaning Jake on this one. Uh, I think Jake, Jake just had a down week playing against me. He only put up 111 points and that's not a slight Jake. I mean, I only put up 119. So I think Jake has a bounce back week this week and he, he climbs up to three and two and Levi must also be at three and two. Um, Sorry, guys. I haven't picked an upset yet with, with the sleeper stats. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe sleepers, algorithms, kind of updating with how everything else is going. Um, alrighty. Let's get into the last matchup. And we got Steven sitting at one and three versus Zach. Uh, whoa. This is the biggest lopsided matchup, according to Sleeper. Zach is the heavy favorite at 67%. I don't think I've seen that yet this season. Jalen Hurts versus uh, Anthony Richardson. Uh, Brian Robinson versus, I'm sorry, not Brian, Bijan Robinson versus Kyron Williams. And Zach also has um, Swift. Oh, I think what could also be causing this big lopsidedness is that uh, Steven doesn't have a running back in his starting position yet because Kyra, um, Kenneth Walker is on by this week, which by the way, Kenneth Walker, he's been a good, he, he was a good traffic. I mean, he's the number five running back on the season so far. He's been double digits every week. He put up 30 points two weeks ago. And I know he only put up like 13 points last week, but Hey, I love a dude that consistently does double digits. That's how you stay afloat, in my opinion. Boomer Bruss is good, but I I like consistency. And he also has Jordan Addison, who is coming off of a awful week. But playing against the Chiefs, again, I, I think that he gets open. I think it's a good game. T. Higgins. Oh, I guess T. Higgins hasn't been ruled out. He's just questionable. Is he going to play with a fucking broken rib? Interesting. Okay. Well, T Higgins, scary play, my guy, because he could get hurt middle of the game and leave you with a goose egg. I don't want to tell you what to do, but that does not make me feel good. Um, Looking at the rest of this, Zach has Puka, Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, Waddle, Kyron Williams. I mean, just a fucking stacked team. Don't know what's going to happen to Raheem Mostert. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's going to be relevant anymore with Devon A. Chain now coming to the fold. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is a... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm leading with Zach. I know Stephen was saying that he, you know, he's, he's open to trades right now. He needs some, some holes filled. Um, <laughs> I can't offer anything right now, but... Uh, yeah, I sorry, Steven. I'm going to go with Zach on this one, and I think I think Zach or Chris have the best. Also, JP have like the best odds at getting the weekly prize this week. I, th- I think I think I think it's going to be Zach. To be honest, his he just has his team is just crazy. Um, but anyways, that is it for the matchups, and I'm going to do a quick check myself here to see who has JP as Jonathan Taylor. Okay. So anyways, let's see what happens with Jonathan Taylor and all that. But, uh, 
All right, guys, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to the solo pod edition of this. There might be more in case, uh, you know, everyone's busy. I totally get it. It's a hard weekly commitment to do. But uh, I'll see you guys in a league chat. Uh, hope to see some crazy blockbuster trades with some teams. Um, hit me up in there. See you guys. Bye.